welcome to Beyond the Destination, a podcast about all the amazing destinations you can visit with International Expeditions and Zagram Expeditions. I'm your host, Daniel Hayward. Today, we will be talking with a couple great people. Um, one to my left is Nick Adolf, an expedition advisor who not only helps get people booked on their dream trips, he also travels quite a bit. So how many uh, countries have you been to so far, Nick? Daniel, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to get to talk with some people. Uh, to answer your question, as of right now, I have reached 13 different countries. Most recently, uh, was in Ecuador on the or in the Galapagos with uh, international expeditions. Man, you're a little bit ahead of me, but I'm coming for you. We also have Tara Ellison, our director of operations, on the line. Tara, she leads the team who develops and plans our itineraries. Hey, Tara, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Daniel. How are you today? I'm great. Uh, do you have a favorite destination that you've been to so far? Oh, my goodness. All of them. But really and truly, I guess it would probably be, be Peru. Peru's very close to my heart, and there's so many great things to do there. You've got rainforests. You've got beaches. You've got fantastic cities with wonderful food. And, of course, you know, the Citadel at Machu Picchu. That's just like completely looking back into history and such a wonderful experience. Yeah, I hear it's one of the best places to visit. Haven't been myself, but it's on my list. Um, but today, to dive right in, you know, no pun intended, we are talking underwater adventures. And uh, we're going to be discussing some of the most iconic places that you can go snorkeling and diving in the world. So, Nick, I hear that in the last two or three years, you've been on some pretty amazing underwater adventures. Is that right? You are correct, yes. Uh, in my time since starting with uh, Zagram and International Expeditions, I have been able to visit some pretty incredible places uh, and go underwater and snorkel around some pretty awesome things. So uh, the first expedition I did was in November 2017. Uh, did an 18-day uh, expedition from Tahiti to Easter Island and got to do snorkeling in the Tuamoto, Marquesa, and Pitcairn Island groups. Uh, Incredibly stunning coral, um, diverse water uh, life, underwater life, uh, and just some of the most amazing, vibrant things I've ever seen. Uh, and then, like I said, most recently in October was also snorkeling in the Galapagos. Uh, so, yeah, two pretty amazing underwater destinations that I've been able to uh, experience so far. Yeah, that sounds great. Had you uh, had any experience snorkeling before? You know, I have. The first time I ever left the country, I was actually in Australia and was able to snorkel on the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, so kind of set the bar high pretty early on. And then uh, when I was an intern in college, I uh, studied and worked in Curacao uh, and did some snorkeling in the Caribbean there as well. So I have been to some pretty uh, great snorkeling destinations, but the Galapagos and Polynesia really stick out as two of the best places I've ever been. Well, yeah, they sound so special. And Tara, I know you have been instrumental in planning and running the Galapagos voyages for international expeditions. So what exactly makes snorkeling in the Galapagos so special? Wow, so much is special about the Galapagos Islands. But the thing that makes the snorkeling most special in my mind is the fact that it is a protected park. The animals do not fear humans, and they shouldn't fear humans because the humans are there to observe them and not to hurt them. So they go about their normal um, day's life, and you actually get to see what they would be doing. Um, they're not afraid of you. So the young even come, and, and I can remember snorkeling with sea lions and the young coming and blowing bubbles in my face, which was just absolutely amazing. Snorkeling with the penguins there in the Galapagos, and they're so fast. The bubble trails that they leave are just really fun to swim through. But 
I think it's just the fact that you can get so close to these animals and they are what they are. There's not any um, thing made up about it. It's they're just their natural habitat and you get to become part of that. Yeah, again, that sounds amazing. Nick, do you kind of have a similar experience with the Galapagos? Absolutely. Tara really nailed it on the head. The The most amazing thing about um, any time to the Galapagos, whether that's overland or while you're stuck snorkeling, is just the proximity to wildlife. It's unlike anything that I've experienced anywhere else in the world. Um, she's absolutely right that they are just completely not afraid of us. Um, we'll come up, we'll bite at your fins, we'll kind of tug at you, get curious. Um, they certainly are apprehensive and will keep their distance to an extent. Um, but some of them, especially the younger ones, just get right up in front of your face and just want to know who you are, what you are. Um, other things that I'll point out to the other really great experiences that I had most recently in October um, was getting to snorkel with some hammerhead sharks. Um, so we were off of uh, Genovesa, I believe, um, snorkeling uh, along some cliff sides and just off in the water in the distance uh, were probably five or six, you know, four to five foot long hammerhead sharks just kind of swimming, you know, minding their own business um, safely away from us, but still just such an incredible experience to see, you know, such a um, predator of the water um, so close to you yet, you know, safe enough that you're you know, able to take it all in. Um, as well as the sea turtle experience. So there was another part we did snorkeling where um, I lost count after probably 15. Um, and that was being in the water within, you know, 45 minutes, you know, you're one moment, you're like, oh, there's this awesome sea turtle. I want to swim close to it and get close to it. And then before you know it, you're turning your head and there's another one. And they turn around, there's another one eating. Before you know it, there's one underneath you that you didn't even know was there that's larger than you are. Um, it's truly stunning. Well, yeah, there's, that's some pretty crazy experiences you have there. Tara, do you think you can top it? What about some of uh, your most uh, amazing experiences in the Galapagos? I know you already gave us a, a couple with the the sea lion blowing bubbles, but curious if you uh, were saving the best for last. Well, I think I was, but wow, Nick, <laughs> you got to see the hammerheads. I've been there four times, and um, I've never been brave enough to go deep water snorkeling and actually see them, so I'm really impressed that you did that. I have to do that next time that I'm there. Um, Absolutely. My very best special story of the Galapagos is actually that I got to experience it with my son. He was 16 years old, and he went and spent a week with me on board our um, vessel, the Evolution, which is a fantastic ship and perfect for um, exploring in the Galapagos Islands. And just seeing every day him learn something new and interact with the naturalist guides on board and really enjoy it. Um, was just really an special experience. So I know that's kind of a personal thing with, with family, but um, that's my special story of the, of the Galapagos. My second special story with wildlife is actually seeing a juvenile orca. Um, we were about to go snorkeling off of um, Isabella, and about that time the orca surfaced. So we spent the next probably 30 to 45 minutes just watching him and taking pictures as he fed and surfaced and went under and swam around. And it was truly, truly magical. Um, everyone in the um, panga, which is a zodiac, but what they call it there in Ecuador is a panga, um, was just speechless when it was over. It was such a magical moment for all of us. Wow. I'm speechless sitting here listening <laughs> to this story. How did I not know you saw an orca? I'm shocked. Amazing. It was an amazing wow. experience. So cool. Oh, man. 
I'm sure that we all have so many other stories about the Galapagos, but I don't want to focus too, too much on just one tiny little corner of the world. Um, let's kind of look at, uh, elsewhere at some other amazing places to snorkel and dive. Tara, I hear that you have some pretty astounding underwater experiences too um, outside of the Galapagos. You were on Zagram's Best of the Great Barrier Reef trip last year. Is that correct? That's right. What a fantastic way to be introduced to the Zagram product. Wow, what an amazing place to snorkel. And you're right, Nick. Um, it really sets the bar high. Um, oh. It was a fantastic trip. It spends 11 days and 10 nights in the Barrier Reef um, with a visit to Osprey and just really great snorkeling. Unfortunately, I don't dive, but if you dive, I heard from all of our divers on board, amazing diving and some great hikes on some of the islands and just overall a really great trip. Yeah, so, and Terry, you kind of had a nice segue there. So my understanding is that you're also not a diver. Is that correct, Nick? Unfortunately, not yet. It is on the to-do list. list. Get certified and to get uh, get farther down under, uh, but not quite yet. But, you know, either even though that neither of you guys do dive, you both work um, with guests who do dive. And I was just hoping that you could kind of get a little bit more information about the diving experiences on the trips, maybe from a, the lens of a guest or in just kind of from your own experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, happy to kind of talk on that. So uh, on majority of our underwater expeditions um, that do have snorkeling as an option, we do also have uh, options for diving. Um, so diving, we do have a couple requirements that are expected of you to make the most of your experience um, and to enable that everyone diving on the group has uh, a similar journey. So with that, a couple of things to touch on quickly, what is required. Um, in order to dive with us on a Zagram expedition, we do ask that you are advanced open water level certified or higher. Um, there's a couple of things that you are required to bring and there's some things that will be provided for you on board. Typically our dive groups are maxed at about 10 to 12 people, depending on the destination. Um, and then we will always have uh, two dive masters alongside with you uh, who will be leading you during your dives. Um, typically, it is uh, Mike Murphy and Brad Clemson. However, our co-founder, Jack Grove, is a marine biologist and also will be one of our dive masters throughout the year. Uh, he, if I'm not mistaken, kind of is the fish expert on the Galapagos Islands, Tara Wright, as you know. That's, that's right. Very famous man there in the Galapagos, Jack Grove. Yes. Uh, Jack Grove also actually led a diving expedition off of Pitcairn Island to recover the anchor of the Bounty ship, uh, the famous historical uh, ship that crash landed uh, following the mutiny um, back in the you know, 1770s. Um, Jack actually has a plaque dedicated to him on Pitcairn Island with that anchor um, as a statue to the group that helped pull that anchor from the ocean. Uh, very special place to go visit with Jack. Um, again, something that you can experience on the Tahiti to Easter Island expedition. Um, but talking back more about the diving, um, some other things that are required that you bring with you if you're going to dive with us um, is a BCD or buoyancy compensating device, uh, a fitted with an alternate air source, air pressure, depth gauges, a whistle or a dive alert for surface signaling, uh, inflatable safety sausage, a dive watch or dive computer, and then your dive logs. We also ask that you've completed two open water dives in the last 12 months prior to your departure on that expedition. A couple other things that we uh, aren't able to provide that we recommend, you know, wetsuit or a lycra suit, dive booties, um, 
basic spares for your kit, for your regulators, again, dive computer, flashlight. Um, most of our ships will have uh, dive masks and snorkels, fins provided, uh, but for best fit, we recommend as a diver, you bring your own. The ships will provide scuba tanks, weights, and weight belts on each of the vessels. So you don't need to worry about packing those. Um, but I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is the advanced open water certification and the two open water dives within the last 12 months. Now, for people out there who maybe uh, didn't have a pen ready to kind of write that down, is there maybe a place where uh, they could figure out all these requirements or, you know, maybe a number they could call, you know, where they might be able to find it? Absolutely, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is a lot of information to go over. Don't expect everyone to write it down. Your best bet to get any of your answers questions about any of our Zegram expeditions is going to be to call our office directly and reach out to one of our expedition advisors like myself. Uh, that number, which we'll put in the comments below, uh, is going to be 206-285-4000. And I'll say that again later today for anyone who didn't get a chance to write that down just now. Yeah, and so you kind of touched on it as someone, again, like myself, who has not been on a Zagram or International Expeditions trip um, and hence not been diving before. What exactly is a dive master um, and how do they add to the experience of diving um, on our trips? That is a great question. Um, so our dive masters are uh, select individuals who have dove in some of the most pristine waters all over the world. Um, they have led numerous dive trips. They come with a, several years of experience, frankly. Um, I'm personally not exactly sure what is required to be distinguished as a dive master. Um, I think for us, Jack Grove has really built this team. Like we've said, he was a co-founder of Zagram Expeditions 26 years ago um, and throughout his travels kind of met various people um, and you know verified if they were great dive masters. Uh, moving forward, like I said, Michael Murphy and Brad Clemson are both incredible dive masters. Um, they will be there to uh, check your gear with you once you guys get on the vessel to make sure that everything is all set for your safety. Um, and then they'll actually lead you down. So they split the group into smaller groups, um, usually about six to 10 people with each dive master, depending on the size. Um, they'll be pointing things out for you, checking in on you throughout the dive, making sure that you're getting the best experience and seeing everything that's possible. Um, depending on our destinations too, we will also partner with local dive masters. Um, who again, kind of know the ins and outs, best places to go, best time of the day um, to ensure the maximum viewing experience of wildlife and coral. Yeah, and I think that kind of brings up a good point, you know, uh, back to what Tara had said about one of your, you know, favorite experiences in the Galapagos on, you know, one of the most pristine uh, areas in the world was the fact that you were able to experience it with your son who was learning and able to kind of, you know, get a fully educational experience in this wonderful place. And a lot of that is due to the field staff. Could you maybe talk a little bit more about what the field staff will add to these uh, trips in these very uh, amazing places? Sure, I'd be. I would love to. And just let me go ahead and apologize, everybody here. I'm sure is a nature lover and a, an animal lover. And my dog is having a barking spell right now, so I apologize <laughs> for that. But, <laughs> but just to say, the field staff um, for Zagram and for international expeditions are specialists in their area, and their areas are so wide. We have naturalists, we have anthropologists, we have cultural specialists, we have birding specialist and all these people come together on these trips to share their knowledge and to explain um, their part of the world 
in that specific area that you are visiting. They're very fun to travel with. They're very well-traveled, so they have fantastic stories. They get along really well together, which means they work well together, which benefits our customers because they are able to take the best care of you. They know the ins and outs of every destination, and they always have a little inside tip that gets you some special experience in all of those destinations. They're just really fantastic people who are really fun to travel with and just amazing as far as how they are able to educate you without you ever realizing that you've been educated. It's not like sitting in a university class and getting lectured to. You actually have conversations and learn through the experience of interacting in those destinations with your field staff. Tara, I think that's a that's a great point to touch on. And I'll just piggyback off of that. For those of you who may be listening and maybe not uh, diving certified, um, our snorkelers also get the very same experience with our other expedition leaders, marine biologists, um, naturalists. For example, uh, when I was on our Tahiti Easter Island expedition in Polynesia, uh, we were snorkeling off of one of the Marquesa Island groups, um, and we had our naturalist Rich Pagin in the water with us. Um, so he was with a group of probably 10 or so guests, myself included, um, and he would kind of bring everyone to the circle while we're snorkeling, fins on, masks on, and say, okay, I'm going to dive down and I'm going to point to you uh, at something that I think is worth seeing, you know, dive on with me, let's take a look. And then he would come back up and talk to us about, you know, whether that was the eel we had just seen or what was going on with the coral, the life of the coral, the health of the coral, um, how we were seeing certain species interacting and it was, you know, in the water while we're right there, kicking all together, you know, getting this really insightful knowledge um, and then diving back down and seeing what else he could point out to us. Um, so whether you're snorkeling or you're diving on these expeditions, you get that hands-on experience with the naturalists and our expedition leaders who really make the experience what it is. Yeah, so, so tell us, um, coming up, what are some of the trips uh, where you'll be able to snorkel and dive? Oh man, we have several coming up between 2019 and 2020 that we are so excited about. I'm um, just going to rattle off a few. There's eight in total coming up. Uh, most upcoming or fast approaching is our Underwater Wonders of Western Australia. This is a brand new expedition, a part of the world we've never explored before, um, being led by our expedition leader, Vlad Clemson, who is actually from Australia. He helped design this itinerary. Uh, so going off of uh, some of the lesser accessible islands um, of Western Australia, most specifically the Ningaloo Reef, where we hope to get to snorkel and dive with whale sharks, phenomenal opportunity, something that not many people get to do. A lot of these other islands in Western Australia are inaccessible unless you're on a small vessel. They're just too far away to make a day trip out of. Um, so you need to be on a vessel that you can stay out overnight to really enhance the experience. Um, that's coming up this May. Later this fall, we have a Papua New Guinea trip uh, that will have some amazing diving uh, in the South Pacific there. That's gonna be in September. And then in October, we are bringing back the Tahiti to Easter Island expedition, similar to what I was on. Uh, so including the Marquesa, Tuamoto, and Pitcairn Island groups. Then we jump into 2020. We have an incredible Seychelles expedition with the Aldabra Atoll. The Aldabra Atoll is a moving uh, underwater waterfall. You get to drift snorkel. Um, again, phenomenal expedition. Some of the most pristine, untouched wa uh, water in the world. Um, you also get a chance to visit Aldabra, where you have some of the only places you can reach giant tortoises, except for the Galapagos. Um, so something to keep in mind. Uh, after that Seychelles trip, we also have a Philippines expedition going back to the South Pacific with Palau and Taiwan. Um, and then we have two 
upcoming Maldives expeditions in March. So back-to-back -back trips upon the uh, Emperor Serenity, um, both 14 days, incredible price point. If you are a snorkeler or a diver, the Maldives is an absolute must. Um, there's tons of work going on there right now in terms of reef restoration um, to protect the islands and the atolls in that area. Um, our expedition leaders are really excited about what's happening and are so excited to get there on a small ship. Um, this is an even smaller vessel than what we typically do, maxing at about 60 guests. Um, so something not to be missed. Um, last two I want to just quickly mention, we do have a Melanesia expedition coming up later in 2020 that will have some amazing snorkeling and diving. And then similar to Tara's experience in 2020 in July, we are going back uh, to Australia for the best of the Great Barrier Reefs again on the Coral Expedition ship. Uh, so some really fabulous expeditions coming up. Like I said, if you want to learn more about these, give us a call, talk to one of our expedition advisors, we'll help you get there. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nick, and thank you, Tara, for jumping on. Um, that's going to do it for us this week for our first episode of Beyond the Destination with International Expeditions and Zagram Expeditions. Uh, we hope you join us next time. If you like this podcast, please feel free to share it with your family, with your friends, and definitely be sure to uh, subscribe. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.